Hey friends, Anri here. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I'd like to look at farming and agriculture. About two years ago, or a little over two years ago, I decided to venture into agriculture. Farming has many challenges, but having looked at the numbers and some other perks that I will discuss later, I asked my friend, a farmer himself, why we never considered agriculture earlier. Because my greatest regret is that I got into the practice late, into the industry late. But his reply was kind of humbling. It kind of woke me up a bit. He said we were looking for something, for jobs that were glamorous. The kind of job that affords you an office with a view. A personal assistant, a chauffeur. A fully spec'd out official car. That part is important because if you're wearing an Armani suit, you should never be caught sweating in it. You don't sweat in an Armani. And perhaps you live in a in an ultra-modern apartment with a tennis court, a basketball court, a swimming pool, and um, maybe a Michelin-star restaurant. Don't get me wrong, all of these things are good, I think. But you all know where these ideas stem from. While I was in school, I was obsessed with magazines, GQ, Esquire. And in Nigeria, every Sunday, I'll buy this day newspaper because it came with a small magazine inside. I needed to see the latest trend, what people were wearing. And of course, as we watched so many Hollywood movies, they were living, they were conditioning us to think that certain jobs were for certain classes of people. Then the society we lived in, we're always told to go to school, read and pass so you can get a good job. That was the dream. We didn't want to end up like that cousin who got stuck in the village. Sorry to that cousin, by the way. Of all the things parents and teachers encouraged us to do, farming was nowhere in sight. You could have scored 100 in agricultural science exam and no one will give a damn. You'll probably hear things like, but if you could score 100 in agric, why couldn't you have scored 100 in more important subjects like English language? Because you're going to be a lawyer. Or maths, because you're going to be an accountant and work for a very prestigious or reputable company. But as we grew older and hopefully wiser, we began to realize that extreme capitalism didn't seem so glamorous or harmless. In fact, it was looking a lot like George Orwell's Animal Farm. All animals are equal, but some are more equal than others. You work a 9 to 5 hoping you won't get fired before you are up to receive pension. You get a monthly leave every year if you're in Africa. And if you're in the US, it's 13 days. Except if you're on top of the food chain. Now, with that food analogy in mind, when I was introduced to farming, one of those not so glamorous fields, I looked at the numbers and all the other perks, the idea of planting trees, which are ultimately good for the environment. The prospect of growing what I and others will eat and the fact that I can preserve that Armani suit for church and dinners, I was sold. When I was going to school, we had only three basic needs. We were taught only three basic needs. 
there were food, there were shelter, and clothing. We can argue today that clothing in this day and age has little to do with just covering and protection, but more about making a statement or drawing attention, whether it is for creativity's sake or for some prurient reason. We can clothe ourselves with little. But what we need most, food and shelter, a farmer who is blessed with a good harvest would have addressed the food need. The modern-day list of basic needs includes sanitation, education, and healthcare. But this is the paradox. People are becoming sicker with more chronic diseases, cardiovascular diseases, cancer, and obesity, most of which can be attributed to two things, diet and lifestyle. The 21st century cocktail of sedentary life indoors, in front of screens, working long hours and eating junk foods. Yet none of our guardians, counselors encouraged us to do farming, which incorporates movement, exposure to sunlight, and of course, good dietary choices. Things that are evidently good for you. It is evident that the farther we drift away from nature, the seeker we become. Eating foods as close to their natural state as possible might be one of the answers. Now, don't go eating raw meat though. Be sensible. I like food and it gives me much joy that I can participate in its production. So you might be wondering why I decided to talk about agriculture and farming today. I saw a black man on YouTube bashing a black woman who divorced a high-profile rapper, married a photographer and now lives on a farm. According to him, that was an epic fall from grace. As much as I'm not a fan of the said lady and a fan of not only the rapper, but the guy doing the bashing, I recognize the general disdain people have for farmers and photographers and things like that. And I happen to be both. I have always believed that people who feed you, people who teach you and those who care for you, that is farmers, um, healthcare workers and teachers should be highly respected and rewarded. But this is not the world we live in. So if you're one of those who believe farmers like us are at the bottom of the food chain, this pandemic did not really hit you hard. This brings me to another observation. At the peak of the pandemic, food became somewhat scarce. Then it got me thinking that our dependence on large agricultural corporations might be a little problematic. If they get hit by some crisis, then we all starve. I think a better model would be to have successful small and medium-scale farmers. If they are hit by a disease or some crisis, they can be quarantined and the community can source from other farmers that are unaffected. What I mean is, food production should not be monopolized. Let's listen to this song by Luke Bryan and it's titled, Here's to the Farmer. Talk about an uphill battle, 2,000 acres of beans and cattle. But he don't ever get a rattle, he just goes till the sun goes down. Hydraulic fluid on his jeans, red dyed diesel and ten rows between. A cold one on the porch and a good night's sleep. Y'all hold him up with me now. Here's to 
the fields in the spring that turn from green to that harvest honey. Hold one up for the banker downtown that got him on his feet with handshake of money. Here's to the farmer's wife that loves him every night. Raising a son, raising a daughter. They gather around the table, send it up to the father. Somehow they get closer when times get harder. Here's to the farmer. And finally, to all those who have previously looked down on farmers and people like that, I urge you to have a rethink. Think about the people who ensure that there is food on your table, that your bellies are full. Just a food for thought. Until next time, bye for now. <laughs>